Hey everybody, welcome to the Holtcast for 7500toholt.com. I'm Jack Grimsey. Alongside me, as usual, Robert Lintot, uh, one of our other semi-regulars on the pod, actually, James Russian. It's his birthday, so we want to say happy birthday, James. And um, I hope you could hope you could stay off your, your phone for more than five minutes at dinner with your girlfriend. So, um, yeah, Robert. Robert tells me that um, we're going to start having ads now. So if you're if you're listening, we apologize for that. If you're watching on YouTube, you won't you won't have to do that. So maybe if you if you really don't like them, you can just watch on YouTube. So now I'm going to leave a, a five second pause so Robert can insert the ad after the show. <laughs> Hey, hey, Robert, how's it going? To, uh, let's, let's get back it's to going this. wonderfully. That wasn't how I envisioned it at all, but I think that works wonderfully. I kind of like the call-out of the impending ad. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just like, who did it? Richard Sherman or someone when someone sponsored him to tweet something about some NFL event they were having. The PR person said, hey, man, could you tweet this at this certain time? And he tweeted, hey, man, can you tweet this? And then the like the phrase in there, I don't know, that was hilarious. That's fantastic. I, uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, so good work. Uh, welcome back to the whole cast, though. It's episode 84. Oh, yeah, getting getting up there, getting up there. Next yeah. one will be a, a special one. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyways, we, we're we doing another beer podcast, and this actually is not sponsored, even though Robert thinks it should be. Give us money and or beer, Ballast Point. And we will continue to drink your beer and praise it to high heaven. Yeah, what do you, no. what do you, you got another sculpin, Robert? You got another sculpin, and you've got the? Uh, I have the, the victory at sea, which is ironically the opposite of Eston Bell's season. They're going down. <laughs> I mean, the. <laughs> if it, I don't it know. Looked I like think if, the skeleton on the front is pretty apt. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty appropriate. It's so, Remy Garden two weeks, I guess. So, yeah, you've got a dead. <laughs> You've got a dead ship captain, and I've got a bottom-feeding fish. That We've got the perfect Aston Villa beers. It's your beer, my lord. It's your beer. <laughs> That's it. If we don't hear from you soon, Ballast Point, I hear that Bells does wonderful sponsorships. Yeah, and, and anyways, um, if, you're, if you're still listening, we're actually going to talk about Aston Villa, even though there's not a whole lot to talk about. First and foremost, no Villa this week. Yay. Yeah. I yeah, was so, so no game, but yeah, last. I mean, we're gonna get to last week's game. It was it was miserable. Villa really should have won. Season's already over, but it still it still would be nice to win a couple more games this year. Yeah, the worst part of last week was just like the day before. I had written that article like, "Here's how they could do their great escape," and they went and screwed the pooch on the first try. Oh, thanks, thanks for jinxing Villa, Robert. You know, yeah, it is my on. fault. I take the blame. I apologize. Um, but yeah, yeah. Let's start with the first order of business, I guess. Uh, Tom Fox is no more. Yeah, uh, I did. So maybe he's a, maybe he's actually the the skeleton. <laughs> uh, I didn't see that coming so quickly. I had a feeling it would happen, uh, but I did not think it was going to happen before the season was over. No, and the new board members have been appointed and. The leadership is going in a different direction now. Obviously, with Bernstein, um, it's yeah, like you said, I didn't think Guard was going to get the axe, or excuse me, if Fox was going to get the axe then, and I don't think Remy Guard's going to get the axe now, though, contrary to what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, I'm a little intrigued to see what happens there. I mean, Steve Hollis has made it clear that he's going to 
take no crap from nobody, uh, and that he's cleaning house. Uh, Which before, is great. Yeah. The, and, the house needs to be cleaned, and if, I mean, for a guard is not confident he can do the job, whatever, I, I would like to keep him, but, you know. Sometimes. The house not only needs to be cleaned, it needs to be doused with gasoline and burned to the ground. Yeah, and then they can salt the earth after. <laughs> Build oh, a new house. Oh, oh wait, Sherwood already did that. Oh God. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's made it clear though that he's he's changing things around here. Henrik Almstadt went just before uh, Tom Fox, and so there is there are the two big Arsenal connections. You know, we bring in Tom Fox to be the guy, and he brings in Almstadt, and they're gone. They're, well, they're you can almost say say Remy Guards in Arsenal connection because just because he's worked under Wenger and is seen by many or was seen as hopefully the, the replacement for Arsene Wenger in due time in maybe five years or something when he had Villa challenging for the Europa League or something that's never going to happen. Yeah, I think he scuttled that plan this year and his team scuttled that plan this year. Um, here's the question that I have about the Tom Fox firing. Like You and I both said we thought it was probably going to be an end of the season thing. Does it actually accomplish anything to do it now? No, I mean, it somewhat appeases the fans. All right. And, you know, it, a lot of fans were just saying Fox has to go, Guard has to go, everyone has to go. At least you you took off somebody's head and you yeah. you gave it to them for the, for the day, maybe. Yeah. And do you think that's the kind of move that's worth it? Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure how much the bio was for Fox, but possibly. I mean, Fox wasn't a football man and that's what a lot of people have been saying that's what's needed on the board and I think it's good to see see Bernstein come in and you know and the and Hollis is trying to improve the board but I'm I'm not exactly sure it accomplishes a whole lot at this point. Yeah. It um I'm not sure what Fox was doing because it Unless, seems pretty clear. I don't know. This is kind of gonna be a weird theory, but maybe if Fox Fox was restricting guards' purse strings maybe in the tr in the transfer window more than Lerner, and maybe Hollis wants to keep guard. That could and be. And so getting rid of Fox is... I don't know, because then again, if if you're dumping him because you like the... You're, I mean, it's, it's different because it's a manager, but you can't ask the manager to hire his boss. Yeah. No um... way. I guess my issue with that theory would be all of the rumors swirling around the idea that we're in negotiations to let go of guard before the season is even over. Yeah, and I think if that was the case, we would have done it because, you know, we, we don't have a match this weekend. Then you can get someone in and start training them even, even one day earlier. Mm -hmm. It's stupid to fire someone, though, because we're going down and no one's keeping us up, and paying guards buyout is dumb, and that's some money you could spend on another player that, I don't know, that guard maybe would want or actually be able to use. We're still going to have to give him a buyout, though, because his contract was for more than just this season. So if he's gone now or at the end of the season, I imagine his buyout is largely the same. I guess, just to play devil's advocate here, why not bring someone new in so they get a chance to see with whom they work well and with whom they don't? Yeah, that's perfectly fine if that's if you're planning on replacing someone anyways. If you're waiting to the summer to see if guard is maybe going to walk, maybe going to stay, or maybe you're going to fire him then, then get rid of him now. And, and bring someone else in. Bring someone else in who can evaluate the squad, who has a, a trial period of with nothing, to, absolutely nothing to lose, and then just go from there. Okay, so let's, let's pin this down here. Do you 
two questions. Do you think Guard will leave before the season, or leave, be sacked, whatever, before the season is over? And do you want Guard to leave, be sacked, whatever, before the season is over? Do do I think he will go? Maybe. It's just, it's really hard to, to determine if the reports are true and what the board is actually thinking, because we really have no idea what's going on in the, inside the boardroom, but According to Stan Collymore, Remy Guard's going to be gone. I think it w I would be disappointed just mostly, more than anything, because when Remy Guard came in, I really wanted him to succeed. Obviously, that's that's gone down the drain. And, yeah. But, yeah, do, do I want him to stay? I I do, it, but I'm edging closer to, to wanting to see him go. Just, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen anything from this team, from the players, from that side of it. We're going to get to that later, but I, you can't pin it on the manager. Yeah, it's – except at the same time, while I agree that you can't pin it on the manager, I mean, this group of players have been incredibly uninspired for the entire season. There comes a point at which two wins out of his entire tenure here is a barely tenable position to hold. Yeah, it'll probably – I mean, statistically, he'll go down as the worst villa manager in history, I think. Mm -hmm. Permanent. Huh. His, his win ratio is second to everyone. Yeah, it's like <laughs> – not even second last to anyone. Yeah, no, he's he's going to be terrible. Um, I I don't know. I'm a little torn. I really like the idea of keeping Remy Guard around, but it seems pretty clear at this point that he feels like he's done with the club. It seems pretty clear at this point the club and the players feel like they're done with Remy Guard. Uh, I really like the guy, but I think it's time for him to go. Um, and I do sort of like the idea of bringing someone in to get them two months with this set of players, see who they want to ditch in the summer, uh, probably most of them, but, you know, see who they want to ditch, see who they can work with in the summer. Yeah, I think if there's even a 50-50 chance, uh, say you're from the billboard's perspective that you think guard could walk or that you could fire him, just dump him now. Get someone else in. The you question know, then from from that standpoint, like even if if I if I want guard to stay, whatever, maybe it's not the right move, but yeah, like like you're saying, who's who's the right move? If you if you look at the bookies, they have no idea, which is why I think that guard may maybe will stay, or that they just think it will be a surprise appointment. But a lot of a lot of the names at the the tip of the fans' lips are are on the back, the back page of the paper. Nigel Pearson, formerly of Leicester City, Steve Bruce. Well, where was he last? Whole City? I think so. Sunderland? Yeah. I don't know. David Moyes, formerly of Everton and more recently Real Sociedad, but obviously Moyes was never going to work out in Spain. I was going to say, way to leave out kind of a big page in Moyes' uh, resume there. Oh. His, his one-year stint I, at Old Trafford. Kind of forgot that even happened because... <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, Bruce is... Uh, at Hull City, even right so, now. Still at, still at Hull City, okay. Yeah, so. still at Hull City. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't blame you for forgetting that one year at Old Trafford. Um, Moyes wishes he could forget that one year. I mean, <laughs> Hull, Hull are fourth. They're going to be in the promotion playoff. They're probably not going to catch Brighton. Yeah. Although they have a game in hand, so if they win that, they'll just be two points back. So maybe yeah. he won't. Why wouldn't he stay with them in the, in the Premier League, or would they dump him and get somebody else? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I, you know, I feel like it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, they would stay with him, and and if he, they do get promoted, why in the hell would he leave them to go to a championship side after just getting promotion? Yeah, exactly. Even if Villar are going to be the 
biggest club in championship history or whatever everyone was saying or whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Still terrible. Nigel Pearson is the one that is, to me, the most tantalizing and the least tantalizing simultaneously. He brings a lot of good credentials. He brings a lot of experience with clubs in dire situations, but he also brings so much controversy with him, and he seems like such a jackass. Yeah, too much baggage for me, and I genuinely just don't like him because I think he's a bad person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I find that hard to disagree with. It's, it's like people, I mean, I guess it's different having Jamie Vardy, but people are like, wouldn't you rather have Vardy at Villa? And honestly, no. But, you know, if, if he was at Villa and it was guaranteed that we would have stayed up, I would say yes because – yeah, I'm that's my thing. Person. Yeah, exactly. I'm a moral relativist. I, I understand that my sports and my morals are uh, not in sync with one another. Um, yeah, but Villa being relegated is legitimately life-changing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you told me that having Jamie Vardy or having Nigel Pearson or having both of them could save Villa right now, I'd say, sure, I'll take that devil's deal. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Every man has his price. Yeah, and, and my price is survival, apparently, Yeah, uh, which is kind of crazy. Um, I don't know. I am I guess my biggest issue with bringing in a new manager is who would it be? I don't love the idea of Moyes. Um, Steve Bruce, I don't know. That does nothing for me, especially since I really can't see that one happening. And the Nigel Pearson things, that, like you said, there's so much package there. And beyond those three, who else would you bring in? Exactly, it's it's anyone's anyone's game. I know even uh, K Mac is is at eight to one odds. I think Bruce Pearson and Moyes were all about five to one. Kevin McDonald, you know, if I, Kevin I don't McDonald think that would ever manage. happen, he's just if, a name that's associated with Villa because oh, he's at Villa, but he's never going to get the permanent manager job. If Kevin McDonald becomes the manager, then seventy five hundred will become a scumport blog. We'll just keep our colors. And blog about some other team because no, I no, that sounds horrible to me. Yeah, there's a, a pretty good root word in uh, Scunthorpe actually. Well, hurt, right? Oh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Oh, I keep drinking this with the label the wrong way out. Sorry, I need to. Oh, come on, Robert, what are you doing? All Move right, anyways, let's let's um, let's try to focus again here for Swansea, Swansea City. They beat Villa 1 0, they scored with their only shot on target. <laughs> and would you even consider it a shot? I know. Maybe. It was a shot. It should have never been a shot that scored except that for Was that punched into him? I don't know. I... It was really hard to tell if Guzen punched the ball into the player or if the player made contact because Guzen... I think Guzen... were made out of 50... 50 kilogram stone blocks, and he just couldn't move. He was rooted to his spot. He was the slowest reaction I've ever seen. The slowest reaction, but then he moved so far. And yeah, because his starting position was so bad. Yeah, he it should have been that far back in his line. There was he was never going to get chipped for the goal from that distance. Mm-mm. You know, it was just terrible goalkeeping. And I think he totally whiffed on the punch. I watched it a few times, and I thought he just whiffed. Could have at least got the guy's face. <laughs> I, you know, he's. Good God! At this point, why not just start someone from the youth setup? 
His bun's not great. Brad yeah, Guzan but in Matita Guzan is Whatever. a literal steaming pile of crap right now. He just can't be bothered. No, not even a little bit. Um, he, he made some good saves, like, what, a couple games ago or something, and then mm-hmm. when we still conceded goals, he was like, you know, why Why would I try? Why would I try? Yeah, I mean, I, oh, more than almost any other position, I think that's the spot where I would just say, screw it. Here, youth team keeper, have a go. And I know people will hate that because keepers are the ones with the most confidence issues, and if you screw them over, they're screwed for life. And it's, eh. <laughs> My argument? 